Shots fired. What's up? This is Jeff Weiss. You're tuning into Shots Fired, a podcast about hip hop and DeLoreans. We're going to have on Black Milk, whose album No Poison in Paradise comes out October 15th on Fat Beat Records from Detroit. We also have fellow Motown rappers Quelle Chris and Denmark Vesey coming on a little later. We are here, me and No Can Do, just, just hanging out. What do you, how, how's it going for you today? Hanging out. Just hanging out. Down the street. Just doing fun things. Um, <laughs> rapping yeah. and podcasting. Everything's good, man. I'm, uh, I recorded, uh, a I recorded a song over, I've, I've been on my mixtape stuff lately. And, uh, and I got my record done and I got the Dame record done. So I'm just recording over the beats that I like. And there's this, uh, artist I discovered that who's, world famous really famous uh, a french dude in belgium named strame and he has a song called uh called formidable which mm-hmm. is like you know uh french for wonderful and as he has the illest video like I, there's no american has done this stunt like as well it's kind of it's kind of funny because you know we have our head head up our ass, ass over here in america like oh man we're doing so much cool shit no this video stunts on every every hip-hop video that i've seen in the last 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 so year. he's like the sigh of france <laughs> No, no, not, not, it's not Psy. Like, you gotta, you gotta check the video okay. out, man. Yeah, I'd never heard of him when mm. you recorded that song. You never heard of him? But it's a good song, and you got, you got very uh, personal on that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll play it uh, when we go out on this uh, yeah. before we go to commercial break. But, it, uh, was very, it, was, it was very real and honest. It felt like I was having, it felt like I was listening to your podcast. It felt like we were having a podcast. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Has podcasting just revolutionized your, your art now? Yeah, well, it, it makes <laughs> me not give a fuck about what I say. It really does. I can't believe that people listen to this, number one. Yeah. And I can't believe that people, like, I'll get, like, you know, text messages just being like, you just say horrible things. Yeah. And I don't even realize that I'm saying such horrible things, but maybe I just do. Yeah. I, but, like, you can't really care about what you say in a podcast because it's ultimately a podcast. It's, it's, it's locker room talk. And, <laughs> and it's just like... Just a good old... Yeah, we just... We're sitting here in the studio and me, no can, and... This is just... Cody Matt, are just whipping people with towels. This is, <laughs> this is like, you know, this is basically an episode of, <laughs> of Mad Men. <laughs> I'm drunk. Yeah. And shouting epithets yeah. at other Jewish people. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. Can we hire that guy? Yeah, we. Yeah. Um, can, can I hire myself? <laughs> yeah, things. Uh, I've I've been writing for the last like seventy two hours, and it's slow. And mm-hmm. but about souls of mischief, we're kind of on the same grind. Like both of us have bags under our eyes, and we're like, yeah, just like got, well, bags, you, on what ba- have, got bags on bags on bags. What have you What have you been doing? Uh, working. <laughs> I tweeted a couple things. <laughs> Yeah. Kanye got into a fight. <laughs> I try to get you to come out to see. Uh, I know to see the internet and uh, I know, Anderson Pack, and uh, you're like, I've got work to do. I know. I didn't even finish it. I was like, I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. and then I didn't even finish it. I didn't even finish it last night. I've yeah. been meditating though because it's all right because that way it, it can deal with it can help me grapple with the fact that I'm a failure at writing things fast. Yeah. Well, like I don't know, like when you make, I, I think like writing is like the only one one of the forms that's like different than like music. Whereas like I was reading a thing from Steve Albini, who is the guy who produced Nirvana uh, in Utero, and he was saying like if if this album takes more than a week to record, then you guys fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But like writing is the opposite. Like the like the more long I think you take, like very often it's better because it's all you know. Famous quote like all writing is revision. Yeah, and all first drafts are shit. Recording and writing is two totally different yeah, things. The two beasts. So it's like. True. Like, if it takes you more than a week to record the album, yeah, you fucked up. But if it takes you a week to write a fucking album, you fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I would say a season of writing and at least getting inspiration and ideas and then actually, like, 
you know, putting it down. I mean, I give it a month, bro. Thank I, God for vaporizer pens. Is really all I have to say. What's, um, what what other records has Steve Albini produced after that 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 went big? He produced the Jesus Lizard. He's produced a lot of records. Like, he but, does, but anything as big as I know it's hard. He's to produced beat, a lot of big beat, records. Never mind. Actually. Is he the, is he the one that that got it was in utero control? He, he produced. Oh, really? In utero? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He was the engineer for the Pixies. He was in. Um, he engineered the Jesus Lizard records. All like the early '90s, like alt rock stuff. Um, but he had an amazing letter that leaked the other day. And yeah, I mean, you can look at it, and it's just insane. Like the amount of stuff that he did. Then, you know, a lot of lot of random bands that you probably haven't heard of and yeah exactly and i think he might be the dude wasn't he like the president of Cap- capital at one point no or no <laughs> definitely not no there's there's a there's a there's somebody who's a producer over over nirvana stuff that end up getting power back at capital and he's a he reason. produced the john spencer blues explosion record yeah, um so fuck what that guy says yeah yeah all right so we were just alerted by uh cody our engineer who's he engineers 85 percent of these uh that he, Steve Albini is one of his uh, one of his idols. He he wrote this rant or this whole like manifesto. It basically tells you like how you get fucked in the music industry, and uh, he basically said that with a, he he did the math on a two hundred fifty thousand dollar advance and then all expenses what the what the band gets after a two hundred fifty thousand dollar advance and it says you end up fourteen thousand dollars in the hole. Actually. Yeah, he goes, whenever I talk to a band who about to send a major label, I always end up thinking of them in a particular context. I imagine a trench about four feet wide and five feet deep, maybe 60 yards long, filled with runny, decaying shit. That's how it starts. <laughs> and then what's, it just, the, what's this called, by the way? What's the, uh, if you, it's, on, it's on negative land right now. It's called The Problem with Music. The Problem with It's from music. the early 90s. Steve Albini's, like, it was in Maximum Rock and Roll magazine, which was like kind of like the like, punk Bible. Um, and but it's, but also like you have to understand like maximum rock and roll is kind of like I mean it's very much like, they're the kind of people that like basically wanted to like put Green Day on a stick when they signed to Geff I think Geffen do you and, have like, a time they like really like you know and like Green Day is kind of the problem like in their mind like everything that went wrong with punk music was Green Day really pop yeah because like it just went to like it just became. You know, it's sort of like they're like real. They're the, they're the, the kind of guys that are like real hip hop for. They're like the KRS one yeah. of punk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're like, well, okay, cool, but that's like not the future. And Steve Albini's kind of cool like that, but he's you know he's sort of ideological too. But he's at least funny and kind of smart and um, kind of senses the absurdity of things. But I don't know. Signing with a major label, stupid. I think Chance the Rapper is smart. Chance, um, but I mean, here's the thing though. It's, it's, been, to. it's, it's been proven. It's been proven since the Yellow Wolf days and even with Kendrick that there's like motherfuckers will be signed and they'll just say they're not signed. Like that's the thing that no, they I do. actually don't think he's signed, but he also has CAA repping him. He also has, uh, you know, the fucking machine behind him. He's got BWR doing his press. Like no rappers have BWR doing their press. That's like a big Hollywood PR company that like CAA gets you. Yeah. Like he already skipped all the levels. Like he's not, he doesn't have like you know the normal hip-hop publicist like mm-hmm. he has like the like we're gonna make you a star publicist like in hollywood yeah and i you still don't think that he signed though after it's happened so many times when the guy's like oh we're indie 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 all the way even like you know i know that we got a shot was fired but even like the whole thing when macklemore we did this yeah. independent warner was working that shit yeah you know Mac like miller had like you know they all had like somebody working their shit i yeah, mean to like, get, the, you can't sell if you don't get on the radio period you're not gonna you'll never sell over a hundred thousand copies if you don't get on the radio it's impossible it's pretty much impossible 
Yes, and no, no from Cody again. He said in five years, a lot of auto companies won't be putting radios in cars. That's kind of trippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sell enough. I buy it. Sorry, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I not in L.A. Man, like still, like I don't know. You see a band like Haim, like who's like was in the cover of this week's L.A. Weekly or like last week's when it's going to air. But they, you know, they're like, "What did you listen to growing up?" And they're like, "L.A. Radio." They're like, "But what do you need to listen to more than L.A. Radio?" And kind of it's true. Like between like. K Day and K Earth and ninety two point three, one two one hundred point three. The fucking Saturday, uh, unfortunately, they're having turn up hours, which is just like shut the fuck up. Bum, 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 right, bum, turn up, turn up, turn up. Mm. And like the but they played like an E forty Schoolboy Hugh and Danny Brown song on the Saturday Night Radio. I was like, you have me sold. They played like four E forty songs in like a twenty minute block. I was like, okay. those those DJs that want that 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 six o'clock job, they give they give, they put them at ten o'clock and they're like, we're gonna do whatever we want now. Yeah, you know, and on like Saturday good, night, and then they yeah. get neutered and the balls cut off. Um, so should we go? Do you want to play a show? Yes, go in a fucking commercial. We have we'll play the song. Going, let's play the going your song. Yeah. and then no shots this week, but there will be shots next week. Yeah, we'd we're be doubling gonna, up on the shots, man. Uh, trap Lord in stores now. Trap. <laughs> that makes me, uh, double up. That makes me like, great. R. Kelly record. Not a great idea to put in your mind of R. Kelly doubling up. He has a song about like I, I, that album is so good. You're double up, R. Kelly. No, I haven't heard it. Oh man, it's amazing. I thought it was gonna start out like it's boning biggie biggie. <laughs> boning. You should you should cover that. No, I'm not going to cover any, right. any bone and beef. We'll come back. We'll have Black Milk, Quelle Chris, Denmark Vesey. Shots fired. Shots fired. Way before it was crack In a college dorm with him and his members of his frat Yeah, he met my mother sometime before or after that He pulled a pretty girl and a crazy girl all in one I tip my hat, I gotta give him credit Young love in the marriage, young love in abortions No reason to be embarrassed Young love and misfortune Domestic disputes and a messy divorce I asked him why they end that way He told me, son, I ain't special What makes you think you special?
opposite of the earth Carriage to the hearse Blessing and the curse Doing whatever works Devil in the outcome Angels and intentions Clinging to tradition I hope you're still listening Living, breathing algorithms Statistics with opinions Whispering for attention Screaming for a difference Victims of self-inflicted limits Pretending to be in prison <laughs> My nigga We ain't special nah. Hello, Shots Fired listeners. You may know, know us as Jeff Weiss and No Can Do, the shooters with fire. Flame, flame throwers. Flame fire starter. But <laughs> no way that can we're happen. a writer and a rapper. Um, Jeff, you know, he has a project that he's releasing right now. You have a book uh, called Tupac vs. Biggie, an illustrated history of rap's greatest battle. And you can get it on Amazon right now. And I think it's in Barnes & Noble's another mm-hmm sellers of books the ones that are still standing the reason why that's rap's greatest battles because two guys died at the end like yeah. a mexican standoff yeah yeah no one's like uh, cannabis versus ll cool J. exactly or cannabis versus anybody <laughs> um you know and uh i have a project that i'm uh releasing called tits and explosions and you can uh pick that up you know i'm on my twitter page or my facebook page or, or your band camp or my band camp at hellfireclub.bandcamp.com or you could just type in no can do tits in apostrophe explosions. <laughs> or just and, type in tits and see what happens. And, and it's really not about, you know, breast and explosions, really. It's just a poking fun at an idea of a certain type of art. And uh but most importantly, thank you guys for supporting and listening yeah, we to, appreciate to it. us. And thank you for all the good comments. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. This is Shots Fired. I'm No Can Do. I'm here with Jeff Weiss. Let's go. Cole Chris. Yo. Denmark Vesey. And black milk. Did I say that sure. right, Bessie? You did, bro. All right, for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did, bro. <laughs> how's, that, how's that like treating you guys? Uh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. dope. Super I'm dope. happy. I'm happy back here. Yeah. I'm very happy. It's uh, not so hot that your pits stink, you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's just hot enough that you can work up a good pit stink if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Sure, you At the end the of the time. day, you feel it's a slight one, and you're like, I, you know what? Like, I, 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 I worked well. Like, yeah. I did something with myself. <laughs> I only put a dab on one armpit. <laughs> <laughs> right I put the one clear on the other one, and then put the crumbly on the other. You might have to wash the shirt. Might not. Yeah, right. Really, though. You good to go. Yeah, play it by ear, man. I fuck with it. What's that? No, I said play it by ear, man. Yeah, play it by ear. 
everybody here. Yep, all your pit stains. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people that put deodorant on first thing in the day lack confidence in themselves. <laughs> and in their oh, oh, really? Yeah, it shows like it shows like a certain amount of distrust for your armpits. Like they can't make it through the day. I don't trust it. my armpits. Hey, but yeah, but sometimes they wake up done. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Problems, problems. Do you ever notice that you might have like pains in your arms from time to time, Jeff? Yeah, that's your. That's because your arms know that you don't trust them and they're rebelling, dog. Mm. But if you showed more trust in your arms, dog, they was first they would stop hurting, and then second they would stop stinking after a little while. But then they have to regain your trust. I'm having a lot of epiphanies right that, now. That sounds like some 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 hippie shit that you're trying to like make <laughs> cool. Nah, nigga, that's like, you're like talking, in science books. I know exactly. I don't, I don't make that type of shit up. Dude. Big deodorant is gonna whoop your ass, dog. <laughs> oh, big <Yeah>. deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> the old Spice Man is coming <laughs> to get you. <laughs> you can't run up, from speed stick. I wake up with a horse armpit next to my bed like <laughs> on my pillow <laughs> so uh so I was gonna, we we're gonna start talking about yeah <laughs> we're gonna change the topic yeah um, no we're gonna start talking this is about a podcast about, about music right this is a po- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> presumably uh, we're gonna start talking about Detroit cause it's yeah. kind of the episode dedicated to it and I don't know. I think we, if you're gonna start talking about the history of Detroit hip hop, probably would start with with Detroit techno. I'd imagine, no, because it was kind of that crossover. I mean, you said Detroit hip hop or Detroit music? Because you go all the way. Go with Detroit to, music, obviously. Yeah, you go all the way. Definitely back. go you back to Motown. Motown. That's Motown. where it really right. started. Yeah, true. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. before techno, but well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So, I mean, was that were you listening to pretty much Motown when you were coming up, or I you mean, already listening to hip hop? Anybody from Detroit? I was born and raised there. You know, was kind of brought up somewhat on uh, Motown for some point or another in their life. So, yeah. Hell yeah. But then, yeah, after that, you know, then came the house and the techno yeah. shit and the new dance show and mm-hmm. what's, what's the other shit, the scene. Like, yeah. I was just telling somebody, like, we had, like, um, it's weird when I think back at it. We had, like, this ghetto-ass soul train, you know what I'm saying, that came on local TV. It was TV. Just, just Detroit, though? Yeah, it was just yeah, Detroit yeah, kids yeah. from the RJ neighborhood. R.J. Watkins, and, Yeah, R.J. Watkins. And, <laughs> but the funny thing was, you, I didn't think about it then, but Google I think RJ about it now. It's like, niggas was dancing to craft work and shit, yeah, like, yeah, ghetto-ass kids yeah. and shit. So we seen all that shit, man. Dum, 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 That's kind of tight. Dum, dum, well, dum, L.A., dum, too, I mean, when you have, like, that? Egyptian lover and, like, Arabian Prince, it's interesting how, like, the cities, like, certain cities picked up on the electro-hip-hop, like, mm-hmm. way later. Like, where New York was already, like, in Run DMC and like yeah. rock him and stuff and like mm-hmm. electro I mean if you listen to that first NWA record it's like some like electro funk jams yeah, 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 yeah. I think all the parties out here was just like dudes like like with pop Jerry Curls pop locking yeah. off of that music Shit, with no man. words and then mm-hmm. one dude one dude just start pop locking and rapping at the same time mm-hmm. and then it was, like the, it was like the first fish growing up yeah, yeah right <laughs> Jerry Curl juice is dripping everywhere so, yes. so like for people like I'm sure there's a lot of people that like don't haven't heard like a lot of Detroit is there like a couple like a favorite song that you had like when you guys were coming up that you know obviously it's before your time but favorite song like you know that they used to play go ahead Quella you go first I don't know I, I really think uh, Craftwork Home Computer is one of the ones that stick out the most in my head that they I heard all the time through new dance. I mean that whole computer like world that. album, man, was yeah. kind of like it was only like what five you, you songs. You got to pull that one like up because I know nothing. What about like this. the Derek May or like Model Five Hundred or yeah, all that shit. Uh, fucking Wine Atkins, yeah, yeah, yeah all that shit. Definitely Wine Atkins. You know what I'm saying? They're like oh, a Wine okay. Atkins song. Call Craig, Detroit shit. Yep. So, um, all that shit. Galaxy, was the Galaxy. Uh, uh, what's the name of the song? Cybertron. All that shit. Yeah. Um, shit, I can't remember the names of none of the songs. Well, I mean, they're dance songs. I don't, I don't really know the techno, names of the techno, dance songs. Techno City, or techno maybe? songs. That work. Yeah, well, let's yeah, play yeah. this one just because. Here you have a. This is Cybotron Techno City, 1984. Oh, wow. I feel like this is like 
This reminds me of Robocop a little like bit. Blade Runner, Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. Robocop was made in Detroit, Detroit too. So. Yeah, Ro- it was Detroit, Detroit right there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Robocop was made. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like some. Uh, was it shot in Detroit? But they gave it like a fake name. It was like because he. It was no, like it was. The, it was supposed to be in Detroit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, know how thing, much of it was shot in Detroit. You just though. said it sounded like some robot shit, but I think that's the thing with uh the whole Kraftwerk shit. You know, that was uh like the whole German movement. The fucking industrial sound Henry I guess Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Midwest We got the plants And that's, that's us yeah. You know what I'm industrial saying so, That might have been One of the reasons Why that's we crazy. just I never fucking shit. thought about that I just watched a documentary <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just watched a doc like, A couple that weeks ago came out there. Well that like yeah. assembly, But it's the assembly line too It's like a mechanical Yeah 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 All that of, shit like, All that shit But yeah man But this is This is like another version Of like they were saying like a, their version of punk, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, People think yeah. rock music when you think punk, but yeah, nah, this is like another version of punk. Post-punk and all that stuff, yeah. 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 Straight like that, Jeff. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of... You just want it. You got requests, dog. <laughs> on the, ho- on the hotline. Galaxy. <laughs> Galaxy. Galaxy what? It's like everything has now, like all Detroit hip hop has now taken. It's been the name has been turned into a phone. Detroit tech now. Cybertron, Alleys of Your Mind, that's the one. That's that's the first techno joint like Juan Atkins put out there. And that, that started that started techno basically, man. So, techno so it's Jerry Curl big in Detroit? Cause I can feel like this going like this can go good with a Jerry curl like pump waves was pump waves was what was how was that I don't remember pump waves man oh, big, big, big joints dog big one with the little with the yeah okay. yeah yeah those was those were real mean back then man <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. a couple dudes that just got out of jail that still rock that yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah pump waves I remember pump waves yeah. pump waves pump yeah waves. man. I don't remember the no big joints, yeah. No, the big joints, man, where they had a the crazy like uh, yeah. uh black reverend uh mm-hmm. like at yeah, the Eddie Bishop joints, about, yeah. dog. Yeah, she's talking about. Yeah, Them bitches are that. ugly, dog. No, they're horrible. Yeah. But I bet you yeah, it's, I, miss, I bet you it's a young blipster with that hairstyle right now. Oh, well, see, I, I, hope it, I pray to I God miss, it is. I miss yeah. the because I, I was that. in um I need that. I was yeah. in St. Louis in, in high school and that box curls were really big in St. Louis. Box oh, wow. curls? Yeah, like the like genuine kind of Oh bitches, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. curl. Mm-hmm. I remember the, the homie's little brother got one of those and burnt his scalp and you know, dog. It, was, it was hilarious. Dog, never, dog. Never. And I done some wild shit. I would never wear a box curl. You never wear a box curl? Fuck no, dog. With the three lines right there and the one Fuck curl no, hanging up the front. Yeah, that shit's no. gonna come back. That's the joint. No, <laughs> that's the full force. With the, with that's the, the, with force. the full force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to full force, man. Yeah, yeah no. No full force. One kid on too much Molly away. <laughs> <laughs> and the box curl comes back, dog. Yeah. Damn, dog. Just yeah. let's pray that that shit don't happen. Williamsburg, man. man. What the box curl is gonna resurface? Yeah, and that was like some Nostradamus shit. It's, it's, no, it's happening right now. Are gonna do that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Y'all First just some shout out to the location too, dog. Yeah. But what happens is somebody he's from New York, got family in Detroit. He's looking through his mom's old photos, and you know, and he's just like, "Who's this nigga? He might be your daddy." Uh, <laughs> right. But his hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then, oh. Yep. All right. So this that. is what we need to bank on. 
This show will be heard 40 years from now when I'm pretty damn sure po- uh, time travel will exist. <laughs> Somebody will hear this show, hear that we said it's in Williamsburg, you know what I mean, Go around back. whatever, and he's going to come back and he's going to kill that nigga in the, in the name of style. <laughs> that shit needs to die forever, man. <laughs> In That's the name horrible. of style, he's That's coming horrible. back. Whoever it is, it's going to be your son. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to bust through the door, and we're going to be sitting right here. He's going to bust through the door. Denmark! <laughs> Future Denmark. <laughs> Go do it. So, Get it done. So after this, like, what was, like, Isham the first, like, big Detroit rapper that anyone, like, heard about? I think so. Yeah? I can't remember nobody. AWOL. AWOL was popping back then. What, what year was it? What that was, was like early 80s, man. I sound like a, I'm only 29, but I'm, <laughs> I sound like an old ass nigga right now. Yeah. My memory remember starts with Esham. I don't East, know nobody before Esham. AWOL was like starts. 89. They had, remember, they, they had one video the where they had like suits on <laughs> and top hats. Nigga, I do not and that way, I don't remember. I was, <laughs> yo, somebody I put me on. All, somebody dude. put me on to that. And boss, boss came from. Um, I remember hey, boss. Was boss from, boss. from Detroit. Boss yeah, from yeah, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like boss. the first, the first chick trying to uh, Def Jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, yeah. Her. She was hard. Rapping. R.I.P. What was the name of that song? Ah man, I can't even. Damn it, I can't remember it, dog. But that it was, was something hard, dog. But she had to move, right? Was she? Did she stay in Detroit? I think she moved to Cali. I think she moved out here. She died. Yeah, I ain't know that. That's crazy. That yeah, man. Damn. Okay. All right, Peter so, Boss. Mm-hmm. So we, what? Booming words from hell. Was that the first one? Yeah, we gotta play E-Sham a boss. Joint. We gotta play a boss record that's before this E-Sham podcast joint. is over. Yeah. <laughs> we have to do that. Well, so what was the? Uh, but yeah, that record right now you playing? That was like. I remember seeing that shit all the time, hearing that shit all the time, watching the new dance show on TV and seeing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you remember the count, dog? <laughs> off a new dance show. Remember the dude that would with go down the, the line yeah, with, with the cake? cake. Yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said I want to make a video like a fucking biting. Uh, oh, man. Can I play the count, dog? Can I play <laughs> the count? That'd be crazy. Just Post let me up. play the count, dog. Uh, select, you you know, got to find a nigga so with put, the uh, sequence vest this is and no uh, shirt on me. So this is Ishan's booming. Doing this type of this is a trigger man doom, doom, beat, doom, huh? doom, 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 Is it? Doom, 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 I don't know. Didn't they think Ishan was like a devil worshiper or some shit yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. He was also, yeah, he was saying some wild stuff. You know, I he still, I still thought too, that but. up until like late in my teens because I just heard it so often. Yeah. Like, yeah. I that's like devil music, man. <laughs> I feel like every time they say somebody's a devil worshiper, like it's really he's not a devil worshiper. Like he just gives the devil shout outs because like <laughs> they've never driven by nowhere and seen like the church of the devil. Like, right, yeah, it's a good gimmick. Like, yeah. oh, he's there too. Yeah, there will yeah, always yeah. be like 14 year old kids that will like want to worship. No, nah, but right. dig this though. <laughs> dig this though. I heard Kirk Franklin. He actually he, he was. Y'all remember Devil's Bryson. Night? I heard Stump was yeah. Yo, y'all remember Devil's Night, right? Yeah, yeah. huh. That's yeah. where he got all his stuff from. Like he it was on the, the east side, on the east side, like Halloween, yeah. just burn it's, every. Like, they, like burn, the crow. they burn the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, y'all know about Devil's Night? Is that nah, that's just that's just Detroit? That sounds like it's either like some Mexican shit or some Detroit. It's like oh, we just we have another day that we just you know where we have mass. We burn shit. Of course, light either Mexican or Detroit. 
That should be like a game. Mexican or Detroit. It's <laughs> worth playing. Mexican. Devil's Night. Mexican. Sorry, that's Detroit niggas. Detroit niggas. Sorry about that. Shout out to Detroit niggas. Don't kill me. All right. That's stupid. We don't even got a lot of Mexicans in Detroit. If that happened, if that happened, a fucking tornado of culture would like it'd be chaos, bro. That's a Mexican. That's Mexican town. Is Southwest, Southwest Detroit. Shout out to Southwest Detroit. Mike Chad brought me to a good Mexican restaurant. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't eat Mexican food out of the Southwest, though. I'm not gonna. I would never. It was not. It was not that good. This it was good. It was good, but it wasn't like. Yeah, say that's funny. I only eat Mexican food from Mexicans. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, is that a Guatemalan back there? <laughs> we need to put a C on this window. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is not official. No one is going to the El Salvador and talking to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mm. This shit, yeah. So, how big was Isham in Detroit? Was he pretty pretty huge? Yeah, he never really made it out to like L.A. in that way. I don't think like he was like uh, I, I remember um, I remember seeing a few like billboards. You know them billboards they have. You know the signs and shit. I remember seeing a few big ass Isham billboards driving down Seven Mile and shit and all that. So <laughs> well, then like that's pretty damn big. Kid Rock did that early <laughs> yeah. album with Too Short. Yeah, which I feel probably a lot of people what heard. you never heard that. Yeah, it's I hilarious. Haven't heard that. I haven't heard yeah, that. yeah, they did an album together yeah, like yeah. in uh. In the early 90s I think that was one of the first Detroit rap records That like Got out in a major It, it bombed It was on Jive It got out, and, outside of the local scene Yeah and it bombed Like oh, it bombed. This is this is produced by Too Short Because Too Short actually made a lot of those early beats Really? Yeah this Too is Short called, sounds best on Ant Banks right, This beats, is called I got to say oh, that Well yeah Ant Banks, Ant Banks is, shit. is the shit yeah. yeah Actually so Yeah this is Wax the Booty Produced by Too Short By Kid Wax Rock This is Kid Rock booty. before like Wait It was like 10 years It was like 1990 You know this one? I've, I've definitely heard this. They might be yeah. known every this is damn one of the, this I feel like yeah. Detroit has a patent on like successful how to make a successful white rapper. Like there's yeah. like, a, a, <laughs> a, like a small like a small yeah. school or the something. South like Detroit are the only places. Can, <laughs> nah, there's no successful Southern it's, white rappers. Brother Sparks, it's Brother Sparks, like, Yellow Wolf. But that's like nah, like but see, it's because like a lot of the white people be tied into the black culture because they're not really separated that the, much. Little, I mean, little white, is very, uh, <laughs> segregated. But like the white people that are in Detroit are raised around black people. Like it's unavoidable. It's not like being in like Yeah It's not like being in um, yeah. this, you know. is, this is Kid Rock Wax the booty Oh yeah I heard this record before I didn't know Too Short And uh, Kid Rock made an album together What year was that? I would have heard this When I was a kid I'd be like This is hard yeah. What year did this come out? I'm, I'm about to find right out. It was a joke though, because he was like a white rapper. Like you had to be. De- this is like around the Vanilla Ice era. I think it was he got signed right after Vanilla Ice. Oh. It came out in 1990. You know when the labels do that? It's called Grit Sandwich for Breakfast, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just yeah. D Nice from KRS One yeah. was also a producer. It sold 100,000 though. Damn. And uh, I guess him and Isham were like in 1990 were like the two. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. this is like the MC Hammer Vanilla Ice era, like, yeah. and they were. Trying to all, it's funny. Whenever the white rapper gets signed, then they'll sign. Whenever a white rapper blows up, then like fifty white rappers get signed. And I think Kid Rock was like one of them. Nah, the industry does that with any. It's not just any white trend, rappers. Yeah, yeah they're like, 
there's, there's a fat guy. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's get some more fat guys. I interviewed so, yeah. LP once, and he said like right after Eminem got signed, like they brought him in to some meeting, and like they saw him in there, and he's like kind of like a short, kind of chubby white dude. And they're like, mm, uh, keep waiting outside. <laughs> it was like really, like it's just yeah. I, it, no, it's not that good, but the beat is cool. <laughs> the beat too short. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the song. Nothing wrong with the song. Uh, it's for that no. time. It's that yeah, for that time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny how Kid Rock like only got famous when he like was like, ah, I'm gonna appeal to Bob Seger fans. Which was smart. Which was real smart. Which was smart. A lot of Bob Seger fans. Right. Early Bob Seger is actually really good. Like if you listen to the early like late '60s, early '70s Bob Seger, it's like totally different than the. Yeah, commercial stuff. <laughs> um, like the stuff yeah, they put on like Bud Light like, commercials. I know. Fuck with it. Stop fronting on this song, dog. Kid Rock. You ain't heard me say not a damn word. I'm sitting here listening to this bitch. I'm vibing out. Bars, yeah. It does have a George Duke and a Bootsy Collins sample. All right, George. It's a hundred thousand records if you're using the sample for George Duke, right? He got paid so much on the. Records. So, um, I just like how rappers can't express love. <laughs> like, oh, she was so much more than a freak, but she was a freak. <laughs> it so happens. That's like a criteria for rappers. Like, are this you, was one of the early so songs. Are you disassociating with women? I don't want to say I love her, but. You know, I gotta make sure everybody knows we fucking like I have, that. I, I have this theory that like white people didn't know about like ass until like to, until Sir Mix a Lot around that time. Like I don't think it ever occurred to them because if you look at like a Robert Palmer like addicted to love video or one of those, yeah, like, like the, the girls have like no ass. Things. But at in all, all fairness, <laughs> white girls kind of just start getting ass. Oh, that's the yeah, the hor- thirteen yeah. years. That's true. It's very true. Yeah. All the hormones in the. I, I, I don't know. No, 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 no. Thank McDonald's. No, way more. That's all. That's yeah, all. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the, an evolutionary that's some thing. That's cow steroids, though. Nah, dude. Hey, yeah, I think it's, it's yoga. It's got. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it might be yoga. Yeah, it might be yoga. Shout out to yoga. I've often thought, you know, I mean, that a lot of like, like the size of asses and shit. Corresponds to the general expected size of penis because it just makes sense, you know what I mean? It's the penis to ass ratio, it's gotta be, the it's gotta work out ratio. now. You know, white people wouldn't introduce black dick to their, you know, paradise that they created, and now and I don't now, know where you, I'm lost. No, I, I'm getting there, no, I'm getting there. He's following me, he's following me. Keep going. So, as a result. White girls' asses have to start forming to better take black dick. So you saying in 13 years, like like niggas still got wisdom teeth (laughs) (laughs) and pinkies, (laughs) baby toes, but asses have grown (laughs) through the evolution. But we still got wisdom teeth. That's called immediate. I'm telling you, man. The uh, nature desires what it wants. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I I, I just got to debunk that because like. Have you ever been to Australia? Are you a scientist? <laughs> My nigga, I'm a scientist. Okay, okay, keep going. Keep this going. is what I went to school for. Have you ever heard somebody say, My nigga, I'm a scientist. I would love to be in a fucking lab. <laughs> yes, My nigga. nigga. My nigga. I am a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> are you that sure can, these results are that right? Can, My, nigga. My nigga. I am I'm a scientist. scientist right? That could go for anything, though. That could, my nigga, I'm a lawyer. 
I got this case, my nigga. My nigga, I am a surgeon. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, walk while, away. While you're cutting open, like, is that, supposed to, is that supposed to bleed like that? My nigga, I'm a surgeon. <laughs> Hand me that 40 and that scalpel right over there. Thank right. you. But nah, Australian women, dude. Like, I used to work at this restaurant. They would have, like, all these. It was a hotel where, like, the owner was an Australian dude, and he had some kind of hustle where all the Australian people would come there yeah. thinking that it was close to Disneyland or some shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Australian girls have always had ass. And I think. Aborigine any, people are there, too. Aborigine. That's what I mean. Yeah, think, I, about where, think about how you know. Australia started. They came and crashed that place, yeah, man. That wasn't And that. there was a lot of that, that going on. Mm hmm. They ain't want they ain't want nothing but they land and they ass and they titties. That's all they hit up the Aborigines for, G. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Real You're talk. also a geographer. I also, I'm a geographer. <laughs> you you know. You have to say it. My nigga. You have to say my nigga. I'm a geographer. <laughs> I'm a geographer. <laughs> I'm a geographer. <laughs> so then, uh, what, what was the deal with Insane Cloud? Insane Cloud Posse was like also a big early Detroit rap group. That, mm-hmm. What were, were they? Did people like fuck with them outside of like Juggalos? Uh, I mean, I, I, I oddly know like a decent amount of. In, in have Santa you ever Kong been to the lyrics. the gathering? The no, I gathering? have not. I have not. I don't know if, if I'm tough enough for it. You know what I mean? But uh, you know. So are there? There's probably a lot of Detroit. Uh, they probably have a lot of Detroit. I mean, they fans got fans. Yeah, man, yeah, that's dog. crazy. They got a cult following yeah. there, man. man. I mean, that's like a family. I wouldn't even say like fans. That's like like yeah, it's just heavy. Yeah, it's just yeah. heavy. Niggas will Tattoos. fight you. It's, oh, called, it's called the lum- lumpen proletariat. What? <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, it's bit, my my nigga, Lincoln. I'm a social scientist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Cannot discredit that. <laughs> that's what his that's what his degree says. Rap game call says, marks. My nigga, he's got a he's got a master, my nigga. Yeah. So that's nah. That's that they no, they've yeah, done that shit, is, that shit is serious. And I, you know, like I said, like I, for whatever reason, and I don't feel like I ever really listened to insane clown posse like that. But I oddly like know a lot of their catalog, so mm-hmm. I think it's unavoidable to some extent. Um, I've never been to the gathering. I'm very interested in it. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, Black was discussing that he was supposed to perform there. So yeah, I was know. on the road, though, already yeah. by that time. But, but yeah, man, they got a... Yes, another group. They actually book like really good rappers at the guy. They book like like, like, like King T, like random like old school dudes. Yeah. Yeah, they had like, Master P at one. That's crazy. Yeah. They had they had Hammer before Psy had Hammer. That's fresh. Hammer was there. And like, <laughs> and he was just like... Like that's when he pulled out the hammer dance, like he dusted it's, off the shoes. It's after interesting 20 how like because when I was in, I was doing that interview with Souls and Mischief, where we were talking about the Bay in like 1990, 1991. I was like, so like, how much do people hate Hammer? And they were like, so no, a lot of people really hated Hammer. Really? Yeah. What? Because they looked at Hammer kind of as like a clown because yeah. they were like really yeah. kind of like yeah, it, which is I think like the same. It, it's just interesting to look back and now st- like st- st- right. st- stammer. Yeah. Also now I, I think just people hate money though. Hey, people hate to see somebody not anymore. Now that's know. like you get dissed if you don't have. And like, we was kids right, too, right. man. We was kids, so he was like a superhero. Yeah, he was like a superhero. Uh, he had that cartoon. Yeah, yeah right, man. right, right, right. Hammer yeah, he time. Was bar- he was a barber, God wasn't he? About this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Duh. His shoes used to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He, oh, must have That's what he went bankrupt off of. Yeah, I heard. Shoes, I heard talking shoes, shoes not cheap. Not cheap. Go faucet. Talking shoes, <laughs> flying your pants. Yeah, he probably she saw the cartoon and was like, hey, that's real nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we need to make some of those. Yeah. 
And then somebody came through the door. My nigga, I'm a scientist. You can do that. It's nothing. Call up Jabot. I know him personally. Call up the Lear, the Lear scientist. So then, what, like, the, in Detroit, like, when did the hip hop shop start, like, popping? Like, in St. Andrews, and, like, that was, like, 93, that was 94. 90, that was, like, yeah. mid 90, 95, probably 96. So, was that when kind of, like, what we know as, like, Detroit hip hop? That's when it sparked. I think yeah. the hip hop shop, that's when it sparked, because everybody you kind of know from Detroit, mm-hmm. from, from M all the way to, like, Slum Village mm-hmm. and everybody in between. You know, especially like I said, the older cat. I missed yeah. that era. Like I, I went there like one time with my older cousins, but yeah, like how shoes was, was the DJ? All the OGs from Detroit. Like I said, Royce, M, fucking Slum, Dilla, all them cats. That was their shit. You know, and that sparked everything else that that came. And then, back. how does Trick Trick fall into the Detroit hip hop thing? Because I feel like he's like from the outsider. <laughs> he seems like that one dude that you have to be like. Yeah, you have to like shout out I Trick mean, Trick yeah, or else trick like definitely he kills wasn't people. A part of like the, the shopping, he was on his, you know, he was doing his Trick Trick thing. But <laughs> what but, is the Trick Trick thing? I mean, his, his Trick Trick Goon Squad thing. But the thing <laughs> is, he's another one though. Like you know that indie. You know, we're talking about like local love and local support, and you mm-hmm. know, yeah, shout out to just trick a name. Trick, just yeah, he's yeah. another force from from the D. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you say, everybody know him and outside of the D. You know all the urban, li- well they not urban, yeah. but all the. You know, the shit doesn't happen, so niggas, yeah. No, and and nigga's no, show is crazy. Hey, and he had a wait. crazy show, too. And, uh, yeah, he does yeah, have crazy a crazy show. Not even, with, but not even a crazy with, uh, show. Kumo, uh, with uh, Kane. Not so. even a crazy show, though. Like, niggas don't really, all they know is, like, the street, trick, trick. But, mm-hmm. like, the dude is probably, like, I, me and him, we, we worked out of the same studio, like, for the last couple years, man. And, um... He's probably one of the most talented dudes I, I know. Like producer wise, he'll jump on the jump on the yeah. keys, yeah, like uh, bang out, jump like. behind the keys, pick up the baseline, like yeah. all that. Like, he, he, he's that all dude. Type really of, like, yeah. And he still got time to be like be thugging. Yeah, yeah he, he still, still got time to do all that too, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Engineer, you yeah. could know how to run a whole studio, so it's that like new it's shit weird. that he got out is cold. The shit with Charlie uh, Baltimore. We need I'm to play that. I heard it. Shit is cold. Is it on is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. They got a video and all that shit. That's just And he direct choirs at church. All that. Nigga, no oh, so he's a community. He, there, there's a dude. See, yeah, he's definitely a community cat type yeah. of cat. So yeah, yeah. There, yeah there's yeah, a so. dude. There's a dude that's like that out here. That's uh, you know, uh, like he's responsible for bringing like the dudes from the '60s and uh, like a lot, a lot of those dudes up. Uh, and uh, you know, like you'll hear him on the radio. Like, all right, man, we're having this like you know picnic at Crenshaw High, and he's like, you know, it's sponsored by all like there's all these football players that graduated from there, like all this community shit. I'm like, if I didn't, if I wasn't plugged into the streets, I would literally think that you're running for mayor, my nigga, because you do so many good things yeah, on the side, you know. That's, yeah, the, real, that's the way to be, yeah, mm-hmm. man. That's a, that's a dope position. Yeah, he's, yeah, what he's doing is dope, man. Yeah, the trick is definitely another force, though, man. Yep. So, but yeah, it, 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 like I say, like you say. Started off with that hip hop shop shit, and yeah, that's when it took off. Everything else is history. And then Dilla kind of like, yep. did you do you know Dilla when you were? Coming I mean, up? I I didn't like know him, know him like yeah. uh, like we was friends, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I, like I said, I was I was too young for the era, but we definitely. How old are you, dude? I just turned thirty last month. Okay, so, yeah, 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 college so, dude, eighty three. Oh, yeah. So yeah, man, but yeah, I, of course I worked with him in the studio a few different times, and you know, you know he's rapped over a few of my beats and. Got a chance to like just kick it with him from time to time, but but yeah, that's the most most of it. But but yeah, after the Dilla thing, then I think it's our generation. You yeah, know, after yeah. the Slum Village, then you got Black Milk, then you got 
for LA. Then you got Denmark, Danny Brown. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like the new, newer cast you're seeing right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's y'all. And all the 80s babies. And was, yeah. so were y'all privy to the hip hop shop, like, except for just like one or two visits? Or how'd you guys, like, uh, I was, how'd I, you guys connect? I heard about it often. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would get like tapes from my older brother and shit like that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I would, I definitely wasn't old enough to yeah. be hanging out with them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would see like videos of like them and like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tone and Dwella and all them. And, yeah, we mm-hmm. mostly know legendary stories, man. Just, yeah, right. But so how did y'all connect, though? If y'all didn't have the hip-hop shop, like, then what... You mean us three? Uh, like, yeah, you... Through, like you said, how, I mean, through there's, the, a, there's a new generation I mean, of dudes, right? So, uh, yeah, like, there wasn't the hip-hop shop, but a lot of the connections to how we were getting our shows were probably through all the same... Same cast, yeah. Cast, yeah, because yeah, we all came up under the same people. So eventually, okay. we just crossed paths. And, and the scene ain't that big. Yeah, like, right. The scene is pretty close. Like, everybody mm-hmm. kind of know each other, so, right. you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, That's okay. thing, so I mean, I think I was kicking it with Rio, and he was like, "Oh, you should meet Black." Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rio, 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 Rio definitely one yeah. of those dudes that connect. <laughs> like Mario Butterfield, yeah. Mario yeah. Butterfield, yeah. man. Yeah. So with that, was Eminem just our, like when he blew, he just was like in a different realm, like completely. I mean, like, once was, after he blew up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was over. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was. But yeah. he, I heard someone told me that he was big, like with the Infinite record, like like in Detroit, like locally. Possibly, like I said, that like was a little bit before my time. Yeah. But I think I read somewhere where it did some numbers, man. Like at least about a couple hundred thousand or something yeah. like that. I think I actually wow. was interviewing. Big, I actually was. I actually crazy. was Big Sean. I did an interview with Big Sean, and he was telling me that like he remembers being like ten years old and hearing the Infinite record. Oh, that's yeah. crazy! And, like some shady EP, like yeah, 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 being yeah. really big in Detroit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, what yeah. part of Detroit did you grow up in? West Side. West Side. Yeah, yeah, what part true. did you grow up in? Well, when I was young, it was East Side. East Side. So, how's the difference between the West and the East Side? East Side is way more ghetto than yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the West Side. Like, the West Side is like more flossy, world, man. It's more like swaggy and shit. Like like niggas like to wear grimy. Yeah, yeah, East, East Side has way more grimy. grimy. Bro. That's 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 <laughs> every city, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you're on the East Side, if you're on the East, 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 east of Maine in LA, <laughs> yeah. if you're in East Oakland, it just yeah. so happens like you know when motherfuckers travel west, the first place they stop is the East Side of that place. Right. And then some people like, nah, I got to get away from these niggas. And then you know then then they go create the <laughs> but it's just flashier yeah. niggas well, yeah, that do the same thing, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a difference of style. Different, yeah, yeah, difference of environment and uh, and and tact and style. Yeah, approach, yeah, yeah. approach to tact, blackness, yes. approach yeah. to blackness. But like us, the, uh, uh, the East Side wasn't didn't seem like it was always that bad to me, and I think mm-hmm. it just like slowly started to deteriorate from like I, when I, I used never, to know when I was really young. When you grow up, up in it, you don't know. Yeah, when you're a kid, I guess it doesn't. You don't really pay attention to it. Like that's probably true too. Do you in high school? Then your friends get shot on a skateboard. Like, what the fuck is this? Damn. Yeah. That graffiti crew turned into a real gang. Yeah, that's true. That you know? Also, when you guys were growing up, too, like, I mean, the city kind of, there is that decay in Detroit, too, like, where half the city is, like, oh, there's a lot of, I've never seen that many abandoned buildings in one place in my entire right. life. Like, yeah. blocks, which was blew my mind when yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, like, how do you think, like, something like that, like, affects, like, the music you make? I mean... I don't know if you really can explain it. It's just like, it just affects you. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just comes out to you, that that gray. I think, you know, we got that. Uh, that's the thing about Midwest music in general, man, but especially Detroit. It's like, we kind of got a little bit of uh, elements in all the regions. You know what I'm saying? We got a little bit of that dark and grayness of uh, like the East Coast, but we still got some of that feel good of like the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? But then we got our own flavor. You know what I'm saying? Kind of just bring it all together. But I think, 
it's that uh what's that that like that underdog mentality man mm-hmm. that's that's you feel that attitude in the music you that, know what i'm saying Cause, that rocky yeah because i feel like yeah. no matter how big you get or how much success you see see in the industry as as an artist and if you're from detroit you always feel like you got to prove yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, I know right. that's how I feel. I feel like even watching Eminem move sometimes, even though he's like the, he is the biggest, you know, MC or rapper in, in the world, but you still feel like this attitude, like he still got to prove himself for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And mm-hmm. everybody knows, like, dog, you are one of the greatest. You don't got to make another yeah. verse ever. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you did what you did. But I think it's just, just the attitude Detroit artists got. Yeah, also, I mean, I feel like they all, like, well, we Rap. gotta be better than a bunch of dope niggas. Like, I gotta be yeah. better than him. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? That's mm-hmm. too, yeah, that does stay That's like my best friend, and that motherfucker makes me feel like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we gotta be better than each other. Yeah. So, it's, you got good competition, too. Friendly like, competition. Good, good rivalry. Yeah. Right. It's not yeah. even like no ho ass, like, yeah. we talking shit about each other type yeah. shit. We just are, let's see, let's just keep making better music. Yeah. You know? right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna step it up, you step it up, mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to step it up. And, I think, yeah. I think it's cool, too. You work with Jack White. How did that kind of come about? Shit, man. He, uh, he called, he called us. You know what I'm saying? He, he hit up my manager, actually. And uh, like I always said, we thought we didn't know it was real at first. Like, man, get the fuck out of here! You know <laughs> I want to play with. But but yeah, um, he hit us up, and um, we fig- we finally figured out that it was real. And he he uh, <laughs> he, he, was, uh, <laughs> he was like, my nigga, I'm a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, and he was like, y'all wanted um, you know, he got his third man label, so he he put out like these little forty fives and certain little series, vinyl series or whatever. And he wanted to do one. With me, and he said he wanted to work with a Detroit hip hop artist. You know, for he been wanting to work with one for a minute. And he said, kind of made sense to work with me since I like produced too. And yeah, so yeah, man, we um, me and some of my band uh, members, we we went down um Nashville, got into the studio with him, and like I say, it was a little intimidating at first. I'm like, yo, man, how do you even? How do you even know who I am, dog? He said he said he got up on me uh, through this song I put out that year called Deli Melly uh, with me, Royce, and Elza. He was like, yeah, I heard that record, man, and the guitar playing. I was like, that shit was crazy. I was like, damn, that's crazy. All right. So, yeah, man, we got in there. He picked up the guitar. My, my, you know, band friends got on their joints, and some of his musician friends, like, started playing. Niggas was just jamming out, and um, I was kind of, like, directing everybody and producing the situation, and... Yeah, that's basically how. Play I that. Let's play that. Brain is that what? Yeah, you play that joint. Play you play that right joint. Yeah. And the rest is magic. So. Add Maddox on the keys. <laughs> <laughs> He actually sung on this joint too, but he took it off. And I was like, damn, you should have kept that shit. Yeah, no, no, no. Jack White oh, song on it. I was like, should kept it. Uh, yeah, can really. you turn it up on your computer a little bit? Man, it wasn't 
not a one computer in there. You know what I'm saying? It was like eight tracks. It's funny you say that too, because when I was laying a verse, I wanted to do like a couple ad lib tracks, but he was like, "Yo, we ran out of we ran out of tracks. We only got eight tracks to work with, so I had to just go off the main verse." So he's straight analog, straight old school, everything. He hate he hate digital shit. Did you, did you like? So you said it's all tape. Yeah, we went to tell you. Yeah, all this is like two inch, two inch reels, reel to reel, shit like that. So that's him, man. But I loved it though. I was like, yo, that's kind of the, that's the kind of shit I'm, I want to be on. You, you ever record on tape, straight to tape before this? Uh, and not like an eight track, but two inch reel to reel, like uh, reel to reel. Um, I think a couple things I did with Slum in the past was on two inch, but my solo stuff, nah, no, 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 no. Man, that shit is tedious too. Like, mm, like I will, pref- I would want to because of the sound. But that shit is work Like my man When we was doing this song Like he had his engineer Over there like Cutting tape And wow. editing You know how you edit In Pro Tools Like so, shifting shit around But you gotta do it With the tape Like so yeah. if you cut wrong It's, it's over fuck. Yeah. Or you just gotta like Your shit gonna be Sounding crazy That's crazy yeah. Could you wow. tell the difference The way it sounded Like Hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> You know I don't think The average person Might can tell But yeah I definitely Shake up. God it should sound fatter man There's something Yeah even if you can't tell Like if you can't tell consciously There's something about how We've been programmed to listen to music the texture Yeah like it's a it's the, 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 the shit in the back of back of your head That you you know That, yeah. that notices right The texture man All the, Every classic American record Is fucking tape Right and that's one of the reasons Why we like it Because it got that texture Of that The analog shit So that, this is you with his With the, with the whole band yeah, that was, like I say, he had um, some of his musician friends, I think the cast on the horns, and then I had my drummer playing, uh, keyboard and bass uh, players playing, you know what I'm saying? So, And I was just kind of like in the middle of the room, like the licks he playing right now when he was doing that little, eh, that shit, like I was telling him, I'm like, yo, keep that, keep playing it, so he just kept kept playing it. So do you play uh, instruments yourself? I play a little bit of keys and I play some drums a little bit, uh, but that's you I'm play not the like drums a, on "Let the Drummer." Give the drummer something. Nah, that was all MP shit. You that know, was, yeah, that I'll was play pro- that song. That's one of my favorite yeah, yeah. songs. The drums in this are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, being in the studio doing this, it kind of let me know like how f- much further, you know. I I need to go, you know, like talent wise and just working on my shit because that dude is in a whole nother stratosphere, man. Like, you get behind anything and start playing. It's just stupid. It's kind of tight, though. Like, is it like, I don't know, like, do you, do you ever oh, feel like <laughs> you ever felt like you had it all under control and like you knew everything yeah. until you meet a motherfucker like that? Or like, I mean, it's different worlds. You know, he, you know, he on some, he on his rock thing and I'm, I, you know, I do hip hop, but I mean, like I say, it's just. I've always been the kind of cat that's like, yo, I got to master what I'm doing to keep just perfecting what I'm doing. And he was on the same page. And I think that's where we kind of connected. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because that, even though we don't do the same genre of music, but we still connected on that. Yeah. yeah. On that uh, that uh, standard of quality or standard yeah. of excellence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A little mocha latte spill. <laughs> So what for for your new al- You said what now? I was gonna ask about the new album about yeah. are, are like the, the tools are you using the same? Like you still like or are you is this one like with a live band? Nah yeah I'm I'm uh 
It's more stripped down this time, man. Like the last album, album of the year, that shit was a whole bunch of live instrumentation, live music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But this one was more so just straight NPC mic. You know what I'm saying? I think because when I moved to Texas, I left a lot of my equipment back in Detroit, so it kind of left me in a position where I had to just just use what I had. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I still got like a big ass Fender Rose back in Detroit. I left a lot of records back in Detroit and. You know, just so I just had my MP and, and a few records in, in Texas, so that's you, how I did it. Were you sampling a lot on this record, or was it like? Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. still I'm still like that's my that's still my shit. Most of my stuff is still sample heavy, but yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only one that's not is uh this one track called Dion's House with uh this band called Will Sessions from Detroit. They played. Oh yeah, they did on. the Stillmatic or the Elmatic. Right yeah, there. the Elmatic joint, yeah. and um I did a track with uh with Robert Glasper and Dwelle. That uh, we just kind of played everything. I did like the percussion and Robert Glass played the keys and yeah, Dwelle played the trumpet. So yeah, and I think we should take a little break because we're, we're at 40 minutes right now. Cool. Right. Yeah, take, take a break. break. Hey listeners, we hope you've been enjoying Shots Fired. Hit us up with your feedback by leaving comments about the show on our forums at Earwolf.com. And do not forget to subscribe to and rate Shots Fired on iTunes. You can always follow us on Twitter to keep track. We're at Passion Weiss and at MC No Can Do. We appreciate all kinds of support from fans. Thank you for listening. I'm about, I'm about to go on, go on this rant right now. I just got an upsetting text. <laughs> what's, what's the text? All right, so I, so, all right, so I have a studio. Emo moment. It's not even, <laughs> nah, this is like work shit, though, but like... I don't know if this any, has happened to anybody, but I have the studio, and lately I've been like write, doing a bunch of writing, so I've been bringing singers in or whatnot, and like I've been on, on a trade shit where I'm like, all right, so look, I recorded one of your songs that you just bring in, yeah. and then but you have to sing this the stuff that I wrote out and all this stuff, you know? Right. And uh, so I brought brought one in, and you know I recorded one of her songs. It's a horrible song, it's a horrible horrible song. And then it not only was it horrible, but it was like a sample of some shit that like we've all heard. It's like that. Da, da, it's a sample of a sample of a sample, you know? Okay, yeah. Some and wax shit, wax shit. It ain't even that. It was, it was dope when you first heard it, you know? Okay, cool. But mm -hmm. uh, then uh, she, uh, she just uh, she just like, I want to make sure that I have full, complete ownership of that song and the lyrics and the rights. And the and I'm just like, I just text, text it back. Like, I wouldn't do that to you, and I'm hurt. That you <laughs> so I'm, I'm hurt and offended. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, so it, that just That's hit me crazy. right now. I got to, yeah. So she's basically saying, I want you to do this song, and, I, and you're not getting nothing from it, even if you want it. Oh, no, but I, no, I don't want it, though. I would never want you it. You want nothing to do with it. But the yeah. fact that she would throw that in, in your like face that, like that. Think, like, like, so, yeah. Do you think, like, somebody's a sellout? Somebody looking at me like, you know, like, greed, like the like the greasy, uh -huh. slimy record guy. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're like, uh -huh. that, like, how could you, how could I be that, like, right. you know? No, I got you. No, that is kind of whack, So, yeah. yeah. You're kind of whack, right. dude. Emo moment. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about <laughs> you. I'm talking, yeah, uh-huh. She can't see that I'm looking at her. That's kind of whack, dude. But after this... Now it's like I will. Now I have the right to be like I'll never talk to you again. That's kind of tight. Just to like, yeah, you just got you bag lady. You just lost some weight. Exactly. Bag lady. Right. I want to play Dismal from Milk's new record. Yeah, that's that's great. All right, cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. How you go from being on to having no riches? Hoes all in your phone to having no bitches. New shit, new shit, new shit. How do you go from on to having no riches? Hoes in your phone to having no bitches. How do you do that? It's a question. 
that you can't really answer, but a nigga knows the answer. <laughs> Niggas know the answer. It happens to somebody. That shit happen every day, all day. Too. How do how do you how do you do that? <laughs> mm. Fall off. There's so you many ways. Yeah, yeah, There's so, so many, many ways. ways. I understand like I understand like a million ways to lose a cat. <laughs> Kitty cat purr, you know, pussy. Yeah. That was clever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, yeah. I didn't want to say Skinner because that's Skinner. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. What is that? Yeah, yeah. I never heard that with the. What, you never heard like there's a million ways to skin a cat? Oh, skin? Oh, okay. Yeah, and that yeah. would apply in a really bad way in context. Contextually. I just imagine potato peelers in the ASPCA, like with a cross across a potato peeler. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Skips. So that I can like I can even hear that like that old electronic influence in that. At least it sounds like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's that's a, that's a straight sample, straight loop though. Oh yeah? Yeah, but yeah, it got that that influence, you know, that, those sounds that it's, I like. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I like that like old like early seventies like library music, like Bruce Hack, like weird. Yeah. I can't even I can't remember where I got that joint from, but um but that was definitely kind of what I had. It sounds in mind. like when they like, first got synthesizers and they were just they didn't even know what to do with it. No, nah, they did weird shit. They didn't know. They was just turning knobs and that shit was coming out crazy and recording it to tape. So yeah. better for us. We flipped that shit now. So uh, we, we were talking about it before, but no poison in paradise. I mean, what did did it develop a meaning the title for you? I just like wanted after. to figure out a cool way to say good, good or bad or or, or, or uh, good and evil, some shit like that. That was basically all of what it was, man. Just kind of, um, cause like the album is is, uh, is dealing with um, like kind of this song right here, dealing with a, a character that's kind of like yeah, going through fucking dark sides and and bright sides of his life, man. Just like any human, and um, like no poison, no paradise. That yeah. sounds like a good. How did you come up with the concept? It's like a, kind of a like a loose concept record, yeah. Yeah, it's not too too fucking literal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was more so. I had a few songs I had like about four or five songs And then all of a sudden I noticed that Them joints was like Connecting in a certain way Where I'm like Yo I could kind of Keep this going And the next batch of songs I could kind of make this all Kind of tell a story Somewhat uh-huh. So that's how I started It started with this track um, These two tracks Sunday's Best Monday's Worst Where the samples Just kind of was Self-explanatory man And I built I built the whole album Off you those play, two records play Sunday's Best Yeah yeah You all should right, play right, both right, of them joints Alright cool Play both yeah, of them joints you got that? Yeah. You got the quality joint? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. So were you recording this mostly in Detroit or in uh Dallas? I actually did these two. I, I I did that beat and uh the Monday's worst beat. I did that in the D. But I recorded the the vocals when I got when I got the text. By the way, this is my motherfucking shit. We dropping a video for this probably in the next couple weeks. I just got it back. What? We like already couple days ago. Sunday morning waking, faking. Like definitely on the way. It's like many movies. Yeah, 
already can't wait until this day in Just a little nigga that would rather be home video gaming Now we on our way in Deacon speaking, preacher preaching to that congregation Mason Mason Minds wandering off, not hearing that man of the cloth Talk about that man on the cross Now we back to praying Old ladies with church fans screaming out amen Looking at that painting on the stained glass Watching why that could look like also the church is like it's, a, it's a church on every corner right next door to a liquor store and indeed that's how it is you know what i'm saying anybody to a titty bar yeah right next to a titty bar so so yeah i, I know, mean i didn't know detroit was like like big on titty bars like that <laughs> you're like suddenly you I, went, your interest. <laughs> yeah. I, I went to we'll go to atlanta next week it's fine <laughs> Yeah, like but the Atlanta, 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 Atlanta strip club like is, is a racket. It's, it's too professional for you. The one, the, back to our Detroit or Mexico thing, I felt like the strip club, we were talking about that the other day, Sunday. I felt like the strip club that I went to in Detroit had a slight, slight the one, out of the, the country in, feel. The one in like, Greetown? The one in Greetown we yeah, about? the one that's the one near that where the hip hop. from and I didn't go. Yeah. Well, they get yeah. fully nude in, in the D, so I don't know how they do like... Everywhere else, but yeah, we were just talking about that actually like a day or two ago. Like the difference between the Detroit strip clubs and other, other places, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's the thing, like I was just saying with the ch whole church thing, too. Like, they turn liquor stores into churches and churches into liquor stores. Yeah. Oh, let somebody just buy up the like liquor stores not making yeah, money man. and then be like, we'll make it a church, make it a church. Damn, yeah, or vice versa, vice versa. <laughs> but with the titty bars, is an establishment that usually stay right. Sometimes, yeah, most of the time, most of the time, or they just rename. Yeah, them I don't know it. if I've seen one go out of business ever. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it. I, there could be a shooting in a strip it's club. It's like McDonald's. They, they should don't do like McDonald's uh, go out like of business. Like a Taco Bell, uh, Pizza Hut type Taco? of Taco <laughs> strip club slash church. Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. I think, it's, uh, I think that's a Drake album. That shit would be that's crazy. Like a, that's like a Drake album when it happened. <laughs> the preacher could just slide down the pole and do his. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Come down from the Let me roof. save these hoes. <laughs> Imagine how much tie they would get though, because normally the preacher got a bag for ties and offering, but now oh, yeah. oh people just be throwing the yeah ties all day though. Making it rain for the ties all day. Making it rain for the Lord. Ties and offering. I'm about to drop a ties and offering on that ass right now. Twenty. <laughs> For the church, <laughs> oh, one for the deacon fund. This is um, this my nigga. I'm a pastor. <laughs> my nigga, I'm a pastor. <laughs> and it goes with that whole like you know that whole fucking the preachers are really pimps and uh you know like it goes with that all, dude. Yo, it's some. I've definitely heard preachers that have slipped up and said nigga. Doing like a, uh, yeah, yeah. a sermon or something like that, so nigga ass, yeah, that's, yeah right. I witnessed that too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. I know person, I personally know ex active gangbangers that are preachers now, yeah. and it's like more stripes. Like they when they say I've seen the dark, yeah, they have, and I've choose and I choose this. Mm -hmm. I believe it more, like I absolutely, you know. So yeah, I want to follow the or not follow, but I want definitely if. If I'm in church, I want to listen to dude who's done all that wild shit before. So, you know, he's got that perspective. So Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like uh, that's the whole basis of the Buddha. Like, you know, that dude was just like, I fucked up for a long time. Yeah, right. And then I sat down nah, by a tree, dehydrated. That Buddha's just like a, a rich kid that liked, like, fun, needed meeting. He's like, a could have been a Williamsburg kid. No, really? but, but the story. He was a prince. He was a, he was a rich kid, and he then he prince. ran away no, from it and, his, and lived with the hooker. I respect his He lived rich with the hooker. Yeah. He went through the whole thing. He didn't just, like, he like, lost yeah. it. He's like Jesse Pinkman. He lost yeah. it all. 
You know? Wow. Without the meth. With, I mean, but maybe. Who knows maybe. what they had back yeah, then? Right. Better stuff. Cot. Organic, yeah. natchikot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More of a Yemenese thing, but, <laughs> you know, something similar. <laughs> you know? But then he sat down by a tree for 40 days and 40 nights, kind of like your boy. Yeah. And, uh, I started meditating. Yeah. Shit, it's really good for and if you're like, so neurotic cool. and, like, Jewish, where I'm like, rah, rah, and you're like, uh, oh, meditating. Yeah. Now I just want to be more of a cl- LA cliche. I'm do mm. yoga, meditate. I'm not going to eat vegan, though. Fuck they it. love it's yoga. Bitches love yoga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I know it. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Chief Keef, like, yeah. I just have Chief Keef chilling you in the background. You don't your posture. <laughs> you won't be slumped over. <laughs> <laughs> God, mess that roll up. Oh, there they roll up. She just did the frog boy. Her pants, boy. Watch her touch her hands, boy. This is love, Hey, dude, Lulu—that's that's when Lululemon crosses over into the urban market, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. They waiting for it too, dog. <laughs> they waiting for it. I feel like there's like a there is a uh, there is like a, a a cold war with like like Nike tights for like you know the urban market, and then Lululemon for like I don't even know what pregnant mom. You don't know what Lululemon is? No. That's like that's like baller yoga gear for like you know. Yeah, dude. I try to avoid the baller yoga gear mentality. I show up like so I like just show up sometimes in weird things. Just to you see. can't wear. I'll, I'll, I'll show up. Like, line, I've showed up in a Freddie Gibbs shirt to yoga class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple, di- yeah. I've worn a lot of Dilla shirts randomly to yoga <laughs> class. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're like, what is going on? If I wore a Bonnie Vare shirt, though, like, girls would just be all up on you and just be like, like, Bonnie Vare, like, has sold like 300,000 copies. I think 298,000 are to yoga teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, right. <laughs> it's like their favorite shit in the world. Cause like, I think every yoga person's like, I just want to be out in the forest. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, That's meditating. What sound like. Ca- uh, it's like w- lost in the winter cabin music. <laughs> it's like, I'm frolicking. But he's kind of, now he's on Kanye's record. So I think he's kind of changed it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of gotten a little swing. He, he wears all white now. <laughs> Never trust a man in all white. Never trust him. I feel white people in all white. It's like you definitely like it's, it's really weird. I feel like, like black people Colonel look Sanders. Cool oh no, no 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 all white more than white people looking cool in all. You got to have like a swath of like another color. I feel for me to trust. <laughs> yeah, I like I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Tom White or like uh, Tom a red Wolf. sash or something. <laughs> yeah, blue yeah. sash, some kind of cravat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sil- a silken colorful cravat maybe. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tom Tom Wolf wears an all white suit and not to be true. He's also like one of the only writers that's like a Republican. So like good writers that's Republican. Really? So, yeah, yeah, he's a Republican. Oh, he's he, he, he's a rock star too. Yeah, me yeah. too. He's he's, he's, he's punk great. rock. He's going against everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let's play another. Shit. Should we play uh, maybe with the song that you guys did together? Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do that. Let's get, get him do mouth. Get him do mouth. Now this joint is one of them joints like how we was talking about earlier. Like I was thinking of the new dance show and the scene and fucking uh, yeah that, that ghetto ass soul train that we had on TV. I want to watch videos that on YouTube. Is that on YouTube? Oh, that shit is definitely on YouTube. I, already, I got a file actually on my laptop, just all the YouTube links of fucking uh, the new dance show and then scene. Type what, this shit in. It'll pop up. New dance scene? The new, new dance, dance show. show. New dance show. Detroit, the new dance show. Damn, man. That's to be the video for this record. Really? That would be pretty <laughs> wild, right? Uh, Ghetto DMF. Ghetto DMF. Ghetto DMF. Ghetto DMF. 
Jeff agrees. Jeff agrees. Come on. Making weird faces and shit. Hey, yo, that's good. The hood that I rep with from the side of the trucks in the area. Where they might bury you. Bear with a stare and a bullet. Some flare in the air and a stereo. Welcome to America's Detroit area. Hoes that bit it open no clothes in the streets of lead the cops in the area. Cops in the area to knock off. So drop when you hit a pop. That mean it probably done popped off. The only place where you were walking the place while wearing some Cartier's and get a gun in your face and catch a bullet yeah. for shade. Oh, yeah. Niggas like, oh shit, dog, you want some ho shit. Ghetto DMF, but you seeing more guns than glow sticks. Black girl smoke shit, white girl coke trip. Hung around niggas that didn't know shit. Only knew the hustle. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Talk easy, my nigga. Talk easy. Yeah. Hex, tell me get on them records and talk breezy. Chicks like to get in the air. Talk sleazy. Smile in your face. Talk to CD. If we ain't talking cheese and we ain't talking at all, please. Your bra wanna leave after seeing the car keys. Now she's hanging up with her all please. And ready to ball and later get bored up on the porch. You know what? what? Pop on the trunk, I put the shoddy where a kitten's at Speakers speaking up where I'm sitting at Niggas freak, nigga begging bitches for a pick of that What the thing smell like? She ain't trying to hear And I would check her out, smell like teen spirit Post trap, wavy ghetto tax Banging in the whip, godfather better get your bitch playing They ain't playing with you, better get your bitch playing Hit the stage, watch the whole crowd turn to Rick Flair Every thought I have is to the kick snare Everything I do is for the shit here Ladies on my nut here You cut them once, you cut them off I cut them forever, scroll and square Pro niggas pimping, proper niggas getting pimped It be something like a hater, pop a shot off on the bench That's why I don't get caught up in the mix New techniques, turn the tables Hit the D with a J lit Ghetto damp where the dealers with the bass go When the bank's low, serving fiends getting pesos So ghetto DMF shit Yeah. yeah. Do you guys record that in the studio together or just uh not nah, email no. that joint to mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that long distance. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. And you what so you're you're not in the D all the you're just like vagabond. No. Yeah. Somewhat. You're like the Buddha. <laughs> yeah. I heard I've heard a lot of uh Sean P called me a nomad and I kinda think that's my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's okay with me. Yeah. Nomad is cool. Uh, so yeah. you're like like a carrying a caravan yeah like yeah, leading yeah. the caravan i like the more thing like ryu you know what i mean the, the, the ryu yeah. but, then, but then we say ryu was kind of fucked up like he might be like a little that skid row s like schizophrenic all right see you have to disregard the last episode i was on and yeah. i'm like this this episode's version of ryu which is a real clean cut guy that travels <laughs> and tour, gets his life right tour, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like yeah. street fighter alpha ryu yeah exactly <laughs> right. i'm not that scumbag from the beginning yeah. <laughs> you're not the, he's, he's had victories on the road <laughs> 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 
Um, no, but I do. I don't do jump a lot. But we did that one long distance though. But yeah, um, you should you should get yourself like a vintage Australian motorcycle, a leather jacket. You know, uh, dog. You know, get yourself like you know like a like a shaggy mutt dog. that's mostly German dog. Shepherd or some and shit. A little sidecar. I'm telling you, one little of these sidecar, days, yeah, man. Yeah. One like, of these where, days. So where else are you guys going on. after this? You guys are on tour together. Hell yeah. yeah. Where are you guys going after this? Uh, San Fran. We in San Francisco. San Fran. Where yeah. you playing in San Francisco? Uh, what we playing? Brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. Okay. Brick and mortar tomorrow, bitches. Yeah, man. It'll be after. It's gonna be uh, okay. Brick and mortar like two days ago, <laughs> dog. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was the best show How good ever. Was it, guys? Um, <laughs> I was gonna also ask about Danny Brown because I know you guys have worked with him a lot. He's got a new album coming out too. And yeah. where does he fit into the Detroit? world mentality and he's ice cold and he's from yeah. Detroit <laughs> yeah. yeah he just fit in like everybody else you yeah. know what I'm saying like I mean that's the thing it's like Danny's a unique, unique case cause uh he doesn't have the the typical I guess you could say Detroit sound that yeah. made us popular you know what I'm saying he kinda yeah. like well the hybrid it. the hybrid mm-hmm. stuff and yeah yeah I'm saying well and he and he actually say that's where he, where he kinda going with his new joint uh, from yeah. what I read but but yeah, so yeah, but like I say, he a unique case, man, because he has a different sound, a different cadence. His voice is totally different. But but yeah, man, it's it's, it's good to have like another flavor, but still from the D. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Him, Mike, Luke, yep, fucking yep, chips, yep. chips, all yeah. them cats. Oh man, fucking beast, dog. I just did a joint for Z Lupus, one of his people. Ah, these are Breezy Brigade guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent Z Lupus a beat too, like a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah, so song's pretty fucking dope. It's called Black. But yeah, I could definitely see like the the sound evolving into something like everybody everybody around the world that like in the Detroit hip hop they kind of know the whole Dilla sound and the whole. But I feel like right now I, I see that shit evolving into something totally different. Yeah, you know I feel like it. There was like a period yeah. at first where Dilla was a very heavy influence. It's still yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, going to yeah. be in the DNA, but yeah, it yeah, seems yeah. like well, on your new album too. Like I feel yeah. real like you kind of like yeah, 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 push yeah, it in yeah. a different where it's like interesting because I feel like there is that Detroit thing to get these weird. Techno records, these weird like kind of library records in the seventies, but then they're different ones. And it's yeah, yeah, in. yeah. Well, I mean, that energy's still gonna be there. Yeah, that feeling mm-hmm. on that Detroit feeling gonna be there. That grit, that that certain funk gonna be there always. But yes, yeah, that Detroit ingenuity is yeah. starting to really kick back in hard with niggas like us and them niggas yeah. and like you know. And then you have like niggas like Clear Soul Forces like yep. running around like fucking madmen yeah. and tearing <laughs> everything the fuck down. And, I'm gonna play Zap yeah. too from the record you guys, you and Danny Brown did. Oh, all right, cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well. If people haven't heard it. Yeah. No, but Danny's like a fucking beast, and it's so dope to actually, because I remember when, like before we had did the hybrid joints, I used to try to put people up on them. And people were front on it so hard. Niggas right. were front on it so hard, dog. Really? And I'd be like, how do you not hear how uh, When I heard like Detroit State of Mind Volume 4, I was, I was mm-hmm. like, done. Yeah. How soup was that shit, How soup was that shit? How soup was that yeah. 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 He improved. He did improve, though, a lot. That was the first like. single I did with him. Fools don't like to hear money, bro. Like, fools yeah, would hate on people, money. Well, like, but they yeah. hate it on the haircut, too. Like, who's in the No, I'm just talking about before that. When you hear some young shit that's, like, really dope and it's hella ambitious. Hate, niggas dog. be like, no, yeah. that's not mm-hmm. it, because they hear, they hear, they they feel the ground slipping out from right, under yeah. them. I wish right, they would have right. thought of it first. And, yeah. then, and, and then, and we then, were talking about that in LA last week yeah. with Ty Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, at first when he was coming up, like nobody wanted to put any anybody on in LA. Like mm-hmm. they're the older gangster rappers. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I'm, and I'm not even gonna call out no people's names, but people if if, if they even fucking listen to the show, they know who they are. There's, there's people that have brought 
a song that I produced for Danny to me way after. Like, yo, dog, you heard this shit? And I'm like, nigga, I was trying to like, how mm. are you? Like, what were you <laughs> listening to? It's the same shit. Like, yeah, niggas just. Did niggas, that make you cry on the inside a little bit? No, no, I just no. it's because it's, it's, it's a natural fact that niggas sometimes need to hear other people say that something that right good there. Before hype they shit, say that hype beat. Yeah. They, they need to. They, they need to wait know that other people shit. like it. It's the old Hollywood adage, bro. It's like, hey. Hey, I gave you that script. Have you read it yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I don't know. My boss hasn't read it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that right there, bro. Yeah, that's that's that way of thinking. Yeah. That's stupid, dog. Like, if you like something, people should just fucking follow like their fucking <laughs> nobody wants. Guts. Nobody wants to be that one dude that's like, I'm into this. Yeah, and then everybody's like, well, we was, don't like Drake. Yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Whatever, it's fine. Hey, Canadian gotta, gotta, elephant in the room. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna also ask about Big Sean because he is also Detroit too and yeah. popular, yeah. and I, like that sort of it seems like an outlier almost. I mean, like, you got to respect his grind too, yeah, man. Yeah, like yeah. this nigga just did the Palace of Auburn Hills, which is like where the Pistons play. You yeah, know he what told I'm me saying? he did DTE too, and he sold it out. Yeah, so it's like, man, you know, whether you into, I mean, yeah, his stuff is for the kids, but you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying you can't, you got to respect his hustle because I, I was there. I seen it, you know what I'm saying? Big Sean came to the studio with, you know, to, to my studio a couple of times, mm-hmm. like before everything, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We was just on the, and it's kind of crazy just to see him go from that to yeah, like. He said he was on the now, local so. radio battling like every week on Friday. Yeah, man. So you got to respect a nigga hustle whether you fuck with his music or not. It's mm-hmm. just like you can't. Were you guys doing that? Do yeah. you ever do that shit? Like go to the local radio station on Fridays and do Nah, I ain't do that, no. that shit. No. Nah, I used, to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to battle in high school, though. Yeah. Niggas used to wait by my like locker and shit to battle me and shit was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, shit got out of hand. How'd you get any work done? Like, <laughs> I need to pull my books away. It's only six minutes yeah, of passing. I'm trying period. to learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the Big Sean shit, dude. Like, I, I respect anybody that just has bars and has a really good pin game. I think he's got a really good pin game. But I also think, I think Kendrick is like kind of playing himself a little bit in oh, that sorry. that control verse. Are we recording right, yeah, right now? Recording. Yeah, that, <laughs> that control verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That no one is ever going to want to work with him again. But he, I don't. No, it's, it's not there. about no one ever going to work with him again. I think Big Sean is smart as fuck for putting that record oh, out yeah. for free. Yeah, it is, it's it's the equivalent. Yeah. Let's say you have a YouTube account and you just need to get some views, right? <laughs> yeah, you just get a video of two dudes fighting or two chicks fighting, and you mm-hmm. put it out on your account, and then your subscribers will grow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's all that was, you know. Yeah, and, you know, shot, that's that's very you know that's some that's very, some smart shit. Very, yeah. very good. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, yes, you say so. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, I mean, like you seen it? You seen? You seen, you seen the reaction? No one was talking about Big Sean. I mean, Jay, you know who got hurt the worst was Jay Electronica because like he come after that. Yeah, no, because also Jay Electronica. Look, no one was being like, "Yo, Big Sean is one of the greatest rappers." Like yeah. Jay Electronica, people were like, "Nah, he is one of the great rappers." And then. You hear him after, and then it's just like, can we just cut the song? But I'm now? saying, who decided to put the song out? Uh, Sean. Big Sean did. What he and told me, he explained it to me. It was basically he, like, I was like, so how does that happen? And he's like, basically, no ID, had the beat. They were going to give it to Jay-Z. Jay-Z, I guess, passed or whatever. And, he, and then he, like, starts, like, doing mental warfare on Big Sean and being like, I don't think you can rap on this beat. <laughs> like, no, I'm, like, not, I'm talking about actually after no, the song is created, who put the song out and why Big was the song Sean, put because out? Because they claimed that it wasn't, it couldn't get cleared. Because of samples and because it's like, you know... So how many other songs were like that in that project, you think? I don't think any. 
Like, like no, I'm saying they couldn't get cleared. But you, oh. that shit was it was just like a, a piece. Are you it was, saying it was a it's chess, a negative thing that he? No, did it's that? a good yeah. thing. Okay, it's a yeah. chess piece. They like yeah. I have this song in my arsenal. My record's coming out. This Hell, is yeah, controversial. If you have, if you have a Kendrick verse that's going to spark controversy, of course, yeah, you shit that all over everybody's faces, dog. I would mm-hmm. did. I would have did it too. And I'm saying that is genius, right? <laughs> like, exactly. Hell yeah, no, you know? I'm with that. Dog. I would have figured out a way to make it so that when my Twitter page turns on, you the song comes on, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like them old annoying ass MySpace pages and shit. Shout out to MySpace. Shout so out to MySpace. Rest probably, in peace, big baby. We should probably wrap it up, but I was going to say. Let's um, wrap it up. I was going to say No Poison in Paradise, October 15th. Yeah, October 15th. Uh, goes at the finish line, October. Yep. Quelle's goes at the finish line, October, October 29th. 29th. So, yeah, yeah, man. October is going to be. Uh, um, Hold on, wait. Denmark, you got one dropping in October. Dropping in October, October too. too don't you? No, I got one coming in November. Oh, fuck. Oh, go ahead, drop it. Go ahead. What else? Coming out on Fat Beats. <laughs> Denmark. Exiles, Fat Beats. Uh, executive producing this. So. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's tight. That's all classic. Mm-hmm. That shit is ice cold, too. It has one of my favorite songs, Hoeing in the Garden. And when you hear it, it's gonna change your fucking life. Yeah, I co-sign that. Yeah, it's fucking great. All right, should we? Uh, and you guys, where are you going after San Francisco? What, how long does the tour go for? Ah uh, man, we are going all the way to uh, what October twenty fourth or something. Yeah, all right. this will come out. Yeah, for the last show is DC. So where's yeah. it? Where's it? It just goes up the coast and then east. yeah, we we going uh, finish the West Coast, go back to the South, do like. Texas and New Orleans, then head to the East Coast, in Midwest. Cool. You know what I'm saying? All that. All right, let's oh, go. Also, also, bragging rights. I'm doing a A three C with Ghostface. Uh, yeah, 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 And we'll be there. We'll be there. Shots fired. Friday. Let's do it. Boom, boom, Friday. boom, boom. Friday, Friday at two thirty. Uh, I feel like if there's time, we got to play some Street Fighter. I feel like, oh, like we can talk oh, shop. So I, we want to see yeah, if oh, it can go down. Yeah, we have a happening. I used to be good on the Super Nintendo. I'm not. Yeah, I used to be. I used to be good on real good on Super. Don't pick up the sticks, yeah. dog. Yeah. yeah, this ain't your fight, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be trendy. <laughs> I'll be trendy. It's fun. All right, let's go out with uh, play kick. play perfected on Puritan Avenue from the album No Poison Whoop. Paradise. What? Let's play the 10 to that morning knock on the door. We hear him from his mom saying, man, just got shot. We don't know if he gon' survive. Insane, couldn't stop the bleeding from his brain. He's gone. Tears shared, the block was never the same. As time passes. Looking over your shoulder, don't realize you from a ghetto till you get a little older on some summertime might be summertime spike lead. Somehow I had that white range rover out nightly, calling my nigga Dre up. Like yo, I got that whip, let's dip. You see these chicks that wanna lay up when they see that truck creep in. Great goose, hotel rooms like every weekend. Bitches that wanna blaze up, blowing money at the young age of.
This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.